0: Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Friday, August 21st. S&P futures are trading approximately unchanged, flat to down maybe one or two points. The major European indices are rallying about 20 to 30 basis points, and Asia finished higher pretty much across the board. So a couple moving pieces this morning, Biden's speech, the final night of the DNC is garnering a lot of attention this morning. Um, You know, I think you can do a lot of political analysis on it. I think it was a fine, effective speech. Um, It should help him maintain his lead. I don't really think you're going to see poll numbers shift dramatically exiting either the DNC this week or the RNC next week. Um, You know, I think the next major political catalyst is looking like it will be the first debate, which is uh, about a month from now on September 29th. Um, So, like I said, a lot of focus on the DNC and Biden's speech today. But as far as markets are concerned, it shouldn't be too relevant. There are two big pieces of macro news this morning, the first being the flash PMI. So this is the first kind of big economic data point we'll see for the month of August. The numbers in Europe were mixed, mixed to weak. So manufacturing was approximately in line with expectations, but services took a big step backwards um, services fell short, um, you know, for the overall eurozone as well as in France and Germany. So that's very much in focus. Uh, the market economics press release, which compiles the flash PMIs, um, just talk about how some of the increase in COVID figures that you've seen throughout certain European countries um, is weighing on services activity. Um, you know, obviously this will be something to watch. You still have services are holding above. The 50 uh, demarcation point of growth contraction, albeit just barely. So, you know, clearly this is the latest piece of evidence pointing to the recovery in growth that we've seen really globally, um, in the, but especially in the US and Europe. You're starting to see it flatten out and plateau. You know, I think it's somewhat inconclusive. Um, you know, the data out of the US so far in August has been underwhelming as well with the uh, empire manufacturing, the Philadelphia manufacturing, and then the job was claims as well. Um, but I think it remains to be seen whether or not you're going to see you know, another double dip, another steep decline, or whether we're going to just plateau for the foreseeable future, or this is just a pause before uh, another leg higher in the rebound. And I think you're just gonna have to gather more data to kind of get a firmer sense of where things are headed, the US flash PMIs are out at uh, 945. Obviously, they'll be very much in focus. I will say that if you have the US flash PMIs, um, you know, even, even come in in line with expectations or even just a little bit below, you probably could see a very sharp squeeze higher in the dollar. Um, the dollar is rallying this morning under an enormous amount of pressure. It's very much a consensus narrative that Europe is doing better economically. Um, and you also saw in the ECB minutes out this week, too, that there's you know, some talk on the ECB that they may not have to expend their full pandemic uh, cr- uh, crisis toolkit just given that trends are improving. So that narrative is very, um, you know, I think it's very prone to kind of uh, revert back. So uh, like I said, I think if the US flat PMIs are even just in line with expectations, you should see um, a pretty sharp dollar rally, which would you know, obviously have implications for gold. Um, so that's going to be something to watch. The other big piece of macro news was out of Washington. So there's been all this talk for the last several days about this quote unquote skinny stimulus deal. Um, Republicans have been floating this in the media. There's been a lot of talk about how the U S postal crisis, um, about which the house is going to hold a vote tomorrow, that this could help to, um, bring the two sides together and, and resume negotiations on fiscal stimulus. Pelosi spoke last night, essentially ruled that out um she said it's not this is not the time to be pursuing a skinny deal a small deal she still wants to go for the full amount um again it's kind of unclear where all that stands right now you did have some rumblings that um you know she's willing to perhaps countenance a number below 2 trillion um that all remains to be seen but you know it looks like she will not be pursuing this smaller skinny deal which means this process will probably extend into September um and you know, I think the market is still mentally penciling in something around a trillion and a half dollars, and that's probably fair. And you know, if anything, the the softness that we've been seeing in some economic figures should help this process. But I do think that the odds of nothing happening until after November are certainly rising, and that's I think that's something that um, you know investors should definitely take more note about. Um, so those are the major macro themes for today. Um, you know, I think the price action yesterday in the U.S. was just very indicative of what's happening in the entire marketplace where. Um, you know, you have all the groups that are very exposed to underlying economic momentum, banks in particular. I think banks are the biggest tell for as far as market sentiment for how the economy is trending. Um, and they continue to trade very poorly. And you just have this ongoing melt up in all of these internet software momentum stocks. Um, and that's skewing the price action on the surface. That's helping the S&P trade very well. Um, but again, the price action beneath the surface is, is quite... Um, it's much worse than it is on on, you know, on the headlines. Um, and I just think that speaks to that there's a lot of fundamental negativity and caution out there. There's a lot of forced buying, participation in the market. People feel they have to be involved. Um, and that's why you're seeing that dichotomy. And it's clearly not sustainable. It's just a question of um, you know how much longer it continues. Uh, on the micro front, nothing really all that exciting or major you had a couple earnings out last night. Um, again, nothing that really should be super impactful. For markets today, on um, just quickly on the Fed, obviously, so the minutes on Wednesday were were controversial for about um, two hours. I think um, you know whatever doubt they engendered has kind of been erased. Yesterday, the Fed formally released Powell's schedule for Jackson Hole, so Powell will be speaking next Thursday morning at nine ten a.m. Um, you know, I think yesterday when that hit, there was a lot of anticipation that started to rebuild, and there's now just as much optimism as there was before. For the Fed, for the shift on the inflation guidance, you know, I think there's definitely some debate about logistics. You know, formally, when will the Fed codify officially in language in writing um, and kind of their statement of longer-term objectives? That may not happen until January, but they're obviously going to set the stage, and so we'll know um, either by exiting Jackson Hole next week or, or definitely by exiting the September meeting on the sixteenth if that change is really going to happen or if it's going to be kind of more muted. But I think clearly, um, you know, the Fed has allowed all this anticipation to build. They have not really pushed back at all. So to the extent they're going to disappoint, um, you know, it would be uh, a a catastrophic mistake on their part in terms of messaging. Um, But like I said, that speech is next Thursday morning. And then Trump's acceptance speech will be next Thursday night, Um, although Trump will be speaking daily until then. So I don't know why uh, I don't think his speech will be all that incremental um, for today, the flash PMIs, like I said, at 9.45 will be very much in focus. Existing home sales at 10 a.m. are expected to be very strong. Housing has been very strong across the board. Um, and then on earnings, you have Deer and Foot Locker out this morning. And that is essentially everything for today. Thank you for listening.